Mark Levin, Evenings. This is KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have light rain, fog, and 46 degrees in the Wichita area right now. New details are emerging about a shooting on Michigan State University's campus last night. Fox's Lauren Green reports. The gunman, caught on a security camera entering a campus building, took his own life at an off-campus location when confronted by police. And sadly, he took three innocent lives with him and wounded five other people. The type of weapon used, not yet known. No word on a motive, a possible motive either, or the suspect's connection with the university, if any. We're not sure if he was a student or a teacher or someone who just knew the campus. East Lansing police say it will take days to complete their investigation. Police say the five who were wounded suffered life-threatening injuries. A teen was injured in a shooting in East Wichita last night in the 200 block of North Rock Road. Police Lieutenant Chris Henderson says officers found blood and a single shell casing. Maybe about 30 to 40 minutes later, um, we were notified of a uh, 17-year-old juvenile who arrived at our local hospital uh, with uh, minor gunshot wounds. Um, officers were quickly dispatched to that local hospital to to get a full story uh, from the victim. The boy who is expected, uh, he is expected to recover. Police are searching for two suspects. A Kansas City police officer was wounded by gunfire at the department's headquarters shortly after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Kansas City police uh, says, officer says the officer's injuries are not life-threatening. Police say detectives are investigating whether the shooting Sunday night was connected to several shots fired about six blocks away from police headquarters. The department says bullet damage was found on several buildings in that area. It happened just blocks from a large Super Bowl viewing party about 15 minutes after the Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles. The parade for the new NFL champs is set. The parade will begin at noon on Wednesday with a victory celebration at Kansas City's Union Station in front of the World War I Memorial. Bud Light is offering free beer to Chiefs fans in honor of the Super Bowl victory, but KC Sports Commissioner Kathy Nelson says that drinking is not allowed outside on the parade route. Please know that they will only be able to hand out free Bud Light to license locations. They are not involved in the parade route. They will not be walking up and down the parade route, but you might see a celebrity or two inside of a licensed location that would be able to hand you a Bud Light. The Chiefs beat the Eagles 38-35 to win their second Super Bowl in the last four years. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. White House officials say the president wants to keep the lines of communication open with China even if the Chinese won't take a phone call from our Secretary of Defense. White House National Security Council Coordinator John Kirby said they've recovered much, but not all, of the Chinese spy balloon debris and that they gathered intelligence on it as it floated by. We use that time to study it, to learn from it, to collect on it. Kirby said the president's order to perform an enhanced assessment of China's surveillance capabilities led to the discovery of their high-altitude balloon program. Now, Chinese officials said Monday the U.S. has floated 10 balloons over their airspace since last year. We are not flying surveillance balloons over China. I'm not aware of any other craft that we're flying over uh, into Chinese airspace. 
Kirby said the president believes keeping the lines of communication open with the Chinese is important, especially right now. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will consider extending a tax exemption from a bond issue for the city's biggest employer, Spirit Aerosystems. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. This is like a 4.8 to 1 uh, return on our investment. So uh, by uh, extending their IRB for another five years, um, the projection is we will make 4.8 to 1 uh, return when it comes to uh, folks uh, getting jobs, uh, getting out there, spending money, uh, just uh, when it comes to the overall health of our economy. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock. One man is dead after the driver of a U Haul hit several pedestrians in Brooklyn, New York. Witnesses say it looked intentional. Fox's Sharon Crowley reports. Kishant Sewell, the New York City Police Commissioner, describing this as a violent rampage through the streets of Brooklyn, in fact. And what we know now is that they do have a suspect in custody here at the precinct in Sunset Park. The police telling us that he hit eight people at seven different locations. And sadly, tonight we're learning a 44-year-old man has died of his injuries. One of those injured was a New York City police officer while he was in pursuit of the suspect. Backlash continues to mount after several teenage girls were strip-searched at their Wisconsin school. Republican lawmakers in Wisconsin have introduced a bill to expand the definition of illegal strip searches. It's just the latest reaction after six girls between ages 14 and 17 were told to remove everything but their underwear during a search for vape pens. Surrey School District Superintendent Kelly Casper has resigned following the 2022 invasive search in a school bathroom. Her actions technically didn't violate any current state law, leading to calls to enact stricter protections for Wisconsin students. Tom Graham, Fox News. The Super Bowl ratings are in. This year's Super Bowl contest between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs brought in an average audience of 113 million viewers on Fox. That's up 1% from last year. But it didn't quite bring in the audience that the New England Patriots and Seattle Seahawks did in 2015 with 114.4 million. The Fox reported numbers are based on Nielsen's time zone adjusted fast nationals. Last year, when the Los Angeles Rams bested the Cincinnati Bengals, grabbed an average of 112 million viewers. While the halftime show, led by Rihanna, grabbed 118.7 million viewers. Michelle Polino, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. We got some rain. Yes, sir. Yeah, rain in the area. Roadways are wet, saturated out there, actually. And we've also got uh, the possibility of visibility being affected because we've got some rain and fog in the area as well. Visibility at Eisenhower National Airport listed at about 10 miles. Or, uh, sorry, 10 miles is full. Listed at 5 miles right now. So... Uh, visibility is uh, a factor out there right now. Watch out for things and uh, just going to be a little bit more slippery out there this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. 
Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Areas of rain, a few embedded thunderstorms will continue across south-central Kansas this morning. A few of those may linger into the afternoon as an area of low pressure passes by. Winds will gust up to 35 miles per hour this afternoon with a high 59. Clearing tonight, Tarlow 33. Rain begins again tomorrow with a rain-snow mix by Wednesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And right now we have light rain and 46 degrees. Southeast wind at 13 miles per hour. And uh, the radar is showing a wide area of showers. Most of it's light to medium or moderate showers uh, all across central Kansas. Clearing up north of Topeka or Hutchinson, down into the Oklahoma, northern Oklahoma. Bartlesville's covered now, Ponca City. It's all moving to the north-northeast this morning. And Ted Woodward has just come in from the outside. Will tell us exactly how rainy it is. Well, it's just as you described it. Rainy. Moderate rain right moderate. now. Moderate. Okay. Well, nice Thanks. to have it, I guess. Noticeable thing is it's a little bit breezy for as light as the rain is. Yeah. Still got the good, good little breeze going. We had a partly cloudy day across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature was 62 degrees. Very pleasant for a walk outside yesterday. Normal high for the date, 48. Today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. And in case you didn't know it, this is... Valentine's Day. Uh, it was on this date in 1876. Inventors Alexander Graham Bell and Alicia Gray applied separately for patents related to the telephone. The U.S. Supreme Court eventually ruled Bell the rightful inventor. I didn't know it went all the way to the Supreme Court to decide who invented the telephone. I thought it was pretty obvious. Anyway, 1876. Invented the telephone and quite a bit different instrument than what we've got today in our pockets, right, Ted? Yeah, just think of what that invention has gone through oh, in its man. lifetime. He started a, he started a quite a, quite a movement there, I guess. The pandemic took a harsh toll on U.S. teen girls' mental health, with almost sixty percent reported feelings of persistent sadness or hopelessness. Sixty percent—that's according to a government survey released Monday that bolsters earlier data. Sexual violence, suicidal thoughts, suicidal behavior, and other mental health woes affected many teens regardless of race or ethnicity. But girls and LGBTQ youth fared the worst on most most measures, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention report. More than 17,000 U.S. high school students were surveyed in class in the fall of 2021 for that uh, that study. And I've got uh, one, two, 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 what? Two, three, three teenage granddaughters and one who's preteen. I know you got a couple of nieces, don't you, who are teens. Are the twins teens yet? They are. Oh, yeah. They? They're in high school. So, yeah. Still taking a toll. I think the pandemic took a toll on everybody. Well, it took a toll on everyone. But it looks like the young girls are hitting pretty hard. Well, follow- messed up everyone's sense of normalcy and messed up for those kids, messed up their schools. Sure did. For a couple of years. Yeah. And that's all anyone talked about on the news or off the news was the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody yesterday, yesterday, uh, on the phone with my uh, my insurance agent, uh, Ed Sandate, and talking about, hadn't talked for a while, how'd you do in the pandemic? Of course, there was <laughs> a couple of stories going back and forth about what, how it impacted our lives. Following tradition, the MVP of the Super Bowl visited... Disneyland Monday, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was also honored in a, in a parade down Main Street, USA. 
Mahomes had his family with him. His, his, he saw a photo of his wife and his two kids. They were able to enjoy several of the rides, including the Runaway Railway. That sounds like fun. I wonder if they got. It. I wonder if he got to cut in line, though. What do you think? I don't think uh, Patrick Mahomes and family had to wait. Patrick, why don't you just in line, line for, for an two hour and a half so. hours yeah. for that? <laughs> well, I wonder how much he got paid too. I'm sure, Disney <laughs> gave him a nice little stipend for showing up. For showing up, I think so. Huh? Yeah, he was on. Uh, he was on Jimmy he was on Kimmel. Kimmel last night. Yeah. He was talking about the, the the Disney. Kimmel asked him, you know, how, how'd your daughter? You know, how, how'd she enjoy it? And he said, well. He was a little timid at first. She wasn't riding. She, she was a little scared. And then she got on a ride and instantly loved it. And when they had to leave to go to Jimmy Kimmel's, she didn't want to go. Oh, no. <laughs> it was well, you don't want to leave the happiest place on that's earth. That's right. Yeah, nobody would sakes. Why would nobody you? ever yeah. want to leave there? That's yeah. Why Mickey Mouse still lives there, right? <laughs> that's right. Okay. Six seventeen. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Well, after that weekend, we had in sports. I don't know what you what you got to find to talk about, but I know you will, Ted. Ted Woodward going to sports this morning, as always. Well, of course, we were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, their Super Bowl victory, and it's nice to always wrap up a championship season with the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. So the season finale of the Kingdom Show is tonight. Of course, it's hosted by Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight. You can listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly... Remember way back when uh, gambling became legal in Kansas and Governor yeah. Kelly placed the first bet ever in the state of Kansas? She put 15 bucks on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Oh, well, wow. she, she cashed in on that. So she won 150 bucks. So uh, the original bet plus her winnings, $165, and she's donating that to the 15 and Mahomes Foundation. Patrick Mahomes Foundation, of course, it provides meals and lots of charitable grants benefiting children in the Kansas City area. Oh, so good. Governor Kelly won that first bet she placed. And, she donated it uh, to charity. We do, uh, and, uh, of course, yesterday, the day after the Super Bowl, some of the Kansas City Chiefs addressing their thoughts and seeing what's going on. And One of those was quarterback Patrick Mahomes, MVP of the Super Bowl. Of course, he's had that bad ankle for the last uh, several weeks, and he talked about what that means now heading into the offseason. I'll for sure be ready for OTAs and everything like that. Obviously, we'll to continue the rehab, um, continue the treatment that we were doing. Um, and just give it some rest. I mean, I think, I think the best thing for it is going to be rest. And uh, just try to make sure that when we get to OTAs, I'm ready to go. The only thing that might take a, take a hit is my golf game. So I'll have to take a few weeks off of that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we have men's basketball action tonight. Kansas and Kansas State are both on the road, both heading to the state of Oklahoma. Fifth-ranked Kansas is on the road at Oklahoma State tonight. The Cowboys are all of a sudden the hottest team in the Big 12. They won five in a row. KU has won four of its last five. Jayhawks beat the Pokes by two points in Lawrence. That was way back on New Year's Eve. Tonight is the rematch in Stillwater. FanDuel has KU as a two-and-a-half-point favorite going into this one. KU's only a half game out of first place. Oklahoma State's only a game and a half back. Live coverage of the Jayhawks at 7 o'clock tonight. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock, and you can listen live to KU on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Meanwhile, you have 12th-ranked Kansas State on the road visiting last, rank, uh, last place Oklahoma. Sooners have lost four in a row. FanDuel has K-State as a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, despite the fact that the Wildcats have lost four straight road games. K-State is only a game-and-a-half back in the Big 12 standings. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock in Norman tonight, nationally televised on ESPNU. 
Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Utah Jazz went on the road in Indianapolis, beat the Indiana Pacers 123-117. to Coming off the bench for the Jazz, the rookie out of KU, Ochai Abaji, had eight points and four rebounds. And another Jayhawk off the bench for the Jazz, Yudoka Azubuke, had four points and nine rebounds. Jazz have won two out of three. They're in the number 10 spot in the Western Conference. And going back to K-State basketball, one of the great performances, really great performances in K-State basketball history was 70 years ago on this day when K-State was hosting Oklahoma. And Dick Nostman for the Wildcats had 42 points and 23 rebounds. The only 40-20 game in K-State basketball history. Wow. By Dick Nostman for the Wildcats. That was 70 years ago on this day. Putting up a 42.23 rebound game. Wow. He was busy. No, no kidding. (laughs) That is... Ahern Fieldhouse was rocking. It sure was. All right. That's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. What to do when your toddler is throwing a tantrum? We're going to find out. Coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning. (laughs) You're with me every day. You know how it goes. (laughs) Have to get his nursing bottle. Throw a fit. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. Light rain now and 46 degrees across the Wichita area. Wichita's new police chief made a wager on the outcome of the Super Bowl and lost. Chief Joseph Sullivan worked with the Philadelphia Police Department for 25 years before coming to Wichita and is a Philadelphia Eagles fan. He lost his wager with Sedgwick County Sheriff Jeff Easter a Chiefs fan, and paid off his bet standing on the corner of Central and Main holding up a sign that read Chiefs Kingdom. A good sport. You I, are I good sent sport. the challenge out, and you accept it? And uh, it's, just a, it's just another sign of one of the things that have uh, really has been a pleasure coming here to Kansas and to Wichita is to, to see the solidarity and the, the cooperation with the law enforcement community here. Had the outcome of the game gone the other way, Sheriff Easter would have been required to Stand on the same corner with a sign that read, Fly, Eagles, Fly. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will consider applying for a grant to pay for some improvements at Eisenhower National Airport. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. $2.5 million grant. If we're able to, to get that, that will help us not only um, you know, redesign uh, the infrastructure around the airport to make it more safe, but also uh, there is a eye towards possibly getting some of our public transportation uh, out there as well. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. There could be a new crime in Kansas, abusing sports officials. If passed, House Bill 2139 could make it a Class B misdemeanor to abuse, including shoving, kicking, or spitting on a sports official in Kansas. KSN News had been told that the, uh, the bill was advanced out of committee and has a chance at passing because a record number of officials are quitting. Over the last uh, 10 years, Kansas has lost nearly 1,400 people registered to be a sports official. 
President Biden has fired the embattled architect of the Capitol, the official who oversees the Capitol complex. Architect of the Capitol, Brett Blanton, was fired by President Biden after seven years on the job. Blanton is accused of abusing his authority, misusing government property, and wasting taxpayer dollars. He also recently faced fierce questions about Capitol tours he allowed and sometimes conducted despite pandemic restrictions. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy had called for Blanton's firing and the decision has been met with Biden bipartisan praise, including from Senate Rules Committee Chair Amy Klobuchar, who called the firing, quote, the right thing to do. In Washington, Sean Lanchel, Fox News. A veteran will receive the nation's highest award for bravery on the battlefield 60 years after distinguishing himself during the Vietnam War. The White House reveals President Biden called retired U.S. Army Colonel Paris Davis to inform him he will receive the Medal of Honor for his remarkable heroism during the Vietnam War. Davis, who retired in 1985 and is now in his 80s, was one of the first black officers to lead a special forces team in combat. The Army Times reports in June 1965, at the age of 26, he disobeyed orders to abandon his team during enemy fire, rescuing each member. He was awarded a Silver Star Medal and nominated for the Medal of Honor, but the military reportedly lost the paperwork documenting it. Former Acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller ordering a review in 2021. A date for the ceremony has yet to be announced. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Cloudy and windy with a 90% chance for rain today and a high of 60 degrees. Let's check it out now with uh, the forecast with uh, KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. As moisture continues to lift in from the south ahead of a low-pressure system that will bring with it the chance of rain, even a few embedded thunderstorms in Wichita, breezy today with a high in the upper 50s, close to 60. Clearing and colder tonight, Charlo 33. Areas of rain develop again tomorrow afternoon with a changeover to snow Wednesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday. Now light rain, 46 degrees, southeast wind at 13 miles per hour. 6.34, 6.34, Steve and 10 of the morning on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. An hour from now, we'll join Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Our weekly visit with Pete Meitzner coming up at 7.35 this morning here on KNSS. Today is uh, February 14th. Of course, this is Valentine's Day. Uh, but it's also uh, on this date in 1929, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre took place in a Chicago garage as seven rivals of Al Capone's gang were gunned down. And that's, of course, it starts the, the famous movie, Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, that was a tragic, uh, tragic thing to happen, but they were all gangsters. So Buddy said, oh, okay, so what? That was in Chicago, of course, during the heyday of the gangsters. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Let's see here. Federal investigators are seeking information about an incident in which a United Airlines plane dropped within about 800 feet of the ocean after taking off from Hawaii. Boeing 777 dropped more than 1,400 feet before climbing again, according to data from tracking service Flight Radar 24. The plane then continued on to San Francisco. No injuries reported. A spokesman for the National Transportation Safety Board said the investigative agency is still seeking information about the December 18th incident, which uh, only recently came to public attention after a report in the Air Current, an aviation industry publication. United says the pilots are getting additional training. <laughs> Can you imagine being on that flight and you're going up and all of a sudden whew, you're going down toward the additional, ocean? additional training on what? I don't know. Don't hit the ocean after you take yeah. off? I would imagine it wasn't probably not necessarily anything they did. 
I better make sure this, 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 that the airplane is is operating properly. Mm. All right. The uh, of course, have you ever taken off out of Midway Airport in Chicago? I think I have. That's a real treat when you're about 100 feet over a bunch of apartment and homes. Yeah. I'll tell you the one. <laughs> you take off in Midway and you don't climb. You just <laughs> go over these neighborhoods for about 10 minutes and then they start climbing. We, uh, it's uh, weird. Do they still still operate out of that airport in San Diego downtown? I mean, I, you fly it in there and you're looking up at people in buildings as you mm. come in there. <laughs> That's quite an airport. Uh, the 2023's most sinful states in America. Gosh, we've only had a month and a half to figure this out. <laughs> well, <laughs> some got it. Some cities have been naughty for what a month this? and a half. Wallet Hub, again, with West Virginia, the state with the worst drug problem. Ooh, that's not good. And it certainly comes as no surprise that Nevada is the most gambling addicted. Of course. The cost of state sins is something we have to share as a nation, though. Gambling alone costs the U.S. about $5 billion a year. And WalletHub compared the 50 states across 47 key indicators, immoral or illicit behavior. Oh, oh no. And their data set ranges from violent crimes per capita to excessive drinking to the share of the population with gambling disorders, the most sinful states. So number one is Nevada, number two, California, number three, Louisiana. Number four, Florida. Number five, Pennsylvania. Least sinful state in the union. 50th. What's, who's number 50, Ted? Utah. Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. Okay. Nothing, nothing to do out there. Idaho is number 49. Utah doesn't even come into that lot. Oh, five. okay. Uh, Oklahoma's number 13. Hey, those Sooners. And Colorado's 17. Missouri is uh, 23rd. But Kansas comes in at number 29 on the list. Yeah, we're most basically right states. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. 40, 42nd is Nebraska. And Kansas has tied for third with the highest percent of population with gambling disorder. Wow. <laughs> it's only been legal for a few months. Yeah. Well, we had a casino, too. So. Hmm. All right. The most sinful states in America. And probably one of the most sinful cities in America is Augusta, Kansas. Oh, man. Oh, Don't get me started. So much going on over there. Time for the KNS, KNSS Commodities Update. With Tom Leffler of Augusta, Kansas, and Leffler Commodities. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Steve. Steve, is this point counterpoint where now I get to do the counterpoint? Yeah, you get to do the counterpoint now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, good morning, gentlemen. There was a handful of new contract highs made Monday for the cattle complex. They traded mixed in the session and closed on the positive side. Now, last week we saw the five area feed yards move almost 88,000 head of cattle in the cash market. Kansas sold almost 15,600 head at an average price of $160.23 on the hoof, which is $1.67 higher than the previous week and also up $5.32 from three weeks ago. Lean hog futures traded strong to the upside and closed of triple-digit gains yesterday. On the close, April live cattle, $1.15 higher at 165.10. March feeders up 80 cents at 187.20. And April lean hogs, $3.02 higher at 86.35. The wheat, corn, and soybean futures all closed positive and also made new highs for their moves to the upside yesterday. AgRule has put the Brazilian soybean harvest now estimated at 17% complete. Their planting of their second corn crop is about 25% complete and this morning at 7.30 is the CPI report. At the moment March KC wheat two pennies higher at 9.14 and a quarter. 
March corn up three cents at 688, and March soybeans down a penny at 15.41 and three quarters. March crude oil trading a dollar 17 lower at 78.97. June gold's up five dollars and 30 cents at 1885.40. March S&P nine and three quarter points higher at 4157. March dollar index 41 cents lower at 102.84. And March Dow Jones futures up 39 points at 34,307. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. And once again, the radar showing a good portion of central and southeast Kansas getting some rain this morning. But western Kansas, not much going on out there again. Or we need some, we need some rain out that way, don't we? Exactly, and it just seems like it keeps missing them, or they just get, you know, a little tease, and that's about it. Yeah. I see we've went over a quarter of an inch here this morning. Oh, wow. What do we got in Wichita? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll have to go out and check our radar gauge, our rain gauge to find out. Okay, so, yeah, we could have seen a little snow tomorrow in this thing, too. So you get your mittens ready and get ready to go out and make a snowman, Okay. I'll be prepared. I'm sure we'll have enough for that. Right? <laughs> All right, Tom. Thank you. We'll check with you again tomorrow. 641 now, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Helping your appliances last longer. Don Grant, CFP, the money oh. tracker. Is he going to clean my stove? Oh, he's going to change the filter in your furnace. <laughs> okay. And Don Grant has the answer. Oh, yeah, he has the answer. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Don Grant's money tracker with Steve, at 10 in the morning on KNSS. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS. 6.45 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Big Super Bowl parade set for Kansas City tomorrow, Wednesday. Two. Wichita Police Chief loses Super Bowl wager to Sedgwick County Sheriff. Hold up Chief's Kingdom sign at Central and Main. One. Three dead, five wounded in shooting at Michigan State University. The shooter kills himself. Three big things, Steve, at 10 in the morning on KNSS. Traffic this morning, we've got a traffic accident. This is a K96 westbound. There's a traffic accident near Woodlawn. Now, uh, they have gotten a really good job of getting this cleared up, and so that all the lanes are open once again. Uh, continue to watch out for a slowdown in that area. And again, roads are... Very saturated out there this morning. Things could be a little slippery. Traffic update 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Cloudy and windy with a 90% chance for rain today and a high of 60 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 32. Then Wednesday, mostly sunny with a 20% chance for rain in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high, 49 degrees. Now light rain. Southeast wind at 13 miles per hour and 46 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Sunday. The Monarch at 579 West Douglas in Delano. 647 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. Those of you who don't like to change your Internet browsers may have run out of luck. Internet Explorer is going away. Microsoft announced it last year, but this week they've sent an update to their Windows software that permanently shuts down their famed Internet Explorer browser. It will require you to use at least their newer offering called Microsoft Edge. Though third-party apps like Chrome or Firefox still work, 
The software update also brings changes to the Edge browser, which will now better integrate with Microsoft's search engine Bing, which itself began integrating artificial intelligence, allowing users to ask it questions and for it to generate more tailored results. Eben Brown, Fox News. Wall Street starts the week off in the green. Stocks ending higher to kick off a busy week of economic data. Investors are eagerly awaiting January's Consumer Price Index data, which comes out on Tuesday. The report will show if price increases have continued to slow amid the central bank's rate hikes. Big tech and growth stocks were among the gainers, and Microsoft stocks spiking. Morgan Stanley analysts are once again optimistic about the software giant and see a long path of earnings growth ahead, especially since its latest artificial intelligence. Intelligence efforts. The Dow winners today, Microsoft, Home Depot and McDonald's. The Dow decliners, Chevron and Disney. The Dow rising 377 points. The Nasdaq up 174. S&P 500 rising 47. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Helping your appliances last longer. <laughs> Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. You should know about this stuff. I have appliances. I like your handyman look there with your cut-off jean shorts and your your, your giant tool belt. (laughs) My raincoat, my long pants. It's raining out there, huh? It is a little uh, spitting out there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Not quite a frog strangler, but it is uh, is spitting out there. So it's coming down a little bit. So, you know, Steve, I have several rental properties. I've talked about them before. And if I didn't have to provide a stove, a dishwasher, and a fridge, I would choose not to. <laughs> well, renters generally don't expect to have their own large appliances, <clears throat> Expect uh, you know, except perhaps a, a washer and dryer, which I do require you know, tenants, if they want to have wash their clothes there, they're going to have to bring in their own washer and dryer. So I've learned how to help my tenants keep the appliances running a bit longer So I'm not replacing them as often. Refrigerators have a compressor that is generally under the unit in the back. And there's a lot of air movement that creates dust buildup in those vents. When it gets clogged, well, the compressor needs to work harder. And it also gets hotter. So three or four times a year, slide the fridge out and vacuum the dust off of the vents. Very simple. And and fridges now, most of all of them have wheels yeah, you just pull it straight out. It's not yeah. like the old ones that just had those levelers things on them. Yeah. So now all of the food coming off the dishes in the dishwasher gets down the drain at the bottom of the unit, then generally travels through a tube that's attached to the disposer. Generally, lots of water helps move solid food through, but often that tube get in, in and the trap gets clogged. Regular maintenance is required to clear that tube if clogged, and many newer machines will just shut down. And then they'll set up some little code. I had that happen recently. They're pretty easy to clean and can be blown out with compressed air. Gas cooktops have burners that are commonly clogged in the, with a the residue of boilovers and oil spatters build up and all that stuff. Use a brush to clean the food particles and sludge that can, can impede the flow of gas from those jets. It's easy to find clogged jets. Just turn it on and see where the flames are not coming from. You may need to remove the burner heads and soak them in soapy water before brushing loose up that residual stuff. The cleaner, the less gas is wasted. To us veteran launderers, it's evident that the lint trap needs to be cleared after every load. 
If not, the dryer clogs and it takes much longer to dry clothes. And it can shorten the life of the dryer because it's heating up more and not getting as efficient, so it's got to run longer. Periodically, get a vacuum wand deep into the the port, the filter port, uh, you know, that place where you slide that filter thing back down. Lots of lint can get past the filter. Also, lint buildup can be a fire hazard. Regularly pull the vent hose from the back of the unit and clean lint from the inside of that hose, of course, to that outside vent as well. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. Number is uh, 267-0600. Just ask for me, Don Grant. I just I have to. That's a good reminder. I need to probably need to change the filter on my furnace downstairs. Yeah. It's been a while. That's that's. Little stuff like that you got to keep track of. Yeah, yeah, that should be done every. Depending upon what kind of a filter you have, you know, some people buy those filters that are permanent, and you can take them outside and hose them off. Uh, but your hose is going to be frozen probably tomorrow, yeah. so you probably don't want to do it tomorrow. But uh, or just get those throwaways. You and know, today is uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, that's right. Happy VD, guys. Uh, it began as Saint Valentine's Day, a liturgical celebration of one or more early Christian saints named Valentinus. February 14th first became associated with romantic love during the high Middle Ages as the tradition of courtly love was then flourishing. Mm. During 18th century England, this day evolved into an occasion in which lovers expressed their love for each other by presenting flowers, offering confectionery, and sending Valentine cards. So there you go. The modern English, they brought us. But, uh, don't, you, don't you feel kind of... <sighs> held hostage on this day it's it's another one of these hallmark days where oh gosh i better say something on on grandma's day or i gotta get some flowers and it's cost me twice as much i mean don't you express your love to saint shelley spoken daily typical single man Uh, yes but but i mean don't don't you i mean you you do don't you do little little she was she was uh, hurting the other day her arm was hurting for a couple of days and she just having a tough time i just I dropped by Dylan's and bought a single rose, single pink rose. Aww. Took it home and it brightened her up. I mean, Aww. it's amazing how, and, and, and I guess men love flowers too, but it's amazing how uh, romantically women will respond well, to flowers. Well, it's a thought. Oh. See, it just, I feel like a gesture like that at random, at random. is 100 you, times better than giving her a rose on this you, day. Thank you, Ted. Well, that's true. You just, you just punctuated my point. Is Why should there be a day where you have to be reminded to right. do it when you... But tell me something. In that's that, good, because I'm, I'm going to stop celebrating our anniversary now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, if you tell her every day, but I mean, you see, that's special to you. Hallmark didn't invent that one. No. You know, although they do have a lot of cards for it. But, but I mean... Yeah, and Hallmark makes a lot of money. Tell me, in the bag, in that bag with that rose, was there a ribeye too? No, no, <laughs> no, just just, my, just a rose. My fond best wishes. You know, on the Hallmark TV channel, it's Loveuary. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no. Uh huh. By the way, was Bachelor on last night? Oh yeah. Ooh. Right. Speaking of rosy stuff, oh man! I got, I got. I I guess I what, got are you, what are you asking me that for? You know it was on last I'll night. You were watching. I had a great episode last night. I'll bet. Uh, uh, did you watch? It? You didn't no, watch I can't it? watch it with. I can't watch it with the missus. I because I don't like to cry in front of her and weep. You know, and get all emotional. <laughs> what, what, did, what, was it that like the finale or something? Or? No, no, no. We have every weekend, on, every day on the every what Tuesday, Ted. On uh, on the blur, Ted's show coming up in the eight, eight o'clock hour. We he updates me on the Bachelor. 
Okay. Always, so you don't watch it. You just follow it with Ted's. Yeah. I, okay. I, I like the, the way Ted edits the uh, content there. So, oh, man. Well, I got to live. What time's the blur? Like right before 835. 8? 835. Yeah. Okay. I'll be. I'll turn it on for that. I'm going to hear I so, highly suspect that Steve watches it. <laughs> so, again. <laughs> I don't know. Just advice for especially married guys out there. It's a it's a hallmark occasion. You don't have to do a darn thing. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but you know what? Can I just give you a money tracker tip? Sure. You should have bought your roses and everything like last Friday because it's before they jack up the prices. 30, well, I did. That's why I bought the rose like a week ago. So. Oh, you were thinking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see she, the money trackers rubbing she off. She has on a you. nice card, you know, and just a few diamonds and things I still get. So. <laughs> Yeah, right. okay. You know who's having a big St. Valentine's Day special tonight? Bill's Charcoal Grill. Oh, they are? Yeah. The place is decorated. They have signs for the big, yeah. Wow. Go have a big number five double number cheeseburger five. with your sweetie. There he is. <laughs> yeah. the well, old, it's, that has some heart. There's a heart attack waiting in that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. So coming up at the 7 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted this morning. Uh, a teen wounded in an East Wichita shooting. And we've had another shooting at uh, this one at Michigan State. Three people did up there. We'll have the story for you coming up. Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS.